Welcome to Embrace the Musica, where we're going to dig into the raw, vulnerable, tough, and beautiful pieces of this journey called life. I'm Dominique Dines, who at the age of 21 moved abroad to Mexico to start teaching after growing up in a small town in Minnesota. My husband is from Peru, and we met salsa dancing 10 years ago in Guadalajara, Mexico. Here we are today raising two lovely tricultural kids. We speak more Spanish than English in our home and do a lot of salsa dancing in the kitchen. Embrace la Musica is going to be a place where we talk about what it's like being married to someone from a completely different culture, living in a place that neither of us grew up in, being a working mom, constantly fighting or accepting cultural norms, and all the things that keep us afloat, which includes a lot of heart and humility. So let's embrace the Musica today. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 13. I'm so excited today to have a good friend with us. I know her as Malala. However, she can tell us her full name in just a minute. But I met Malala five years ago when our son was just a little baby and we were looking for something to do, some activities or classes. And Malala had music classes. At that time, I think she was just a one woman show. And so something I want her to talk about today with us is how she's really turned her passion of music into a profit and she's grown a business and a team and also how she's had to pivot all of this during the pandemic that we're all experiencing right now. So Malala, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, now can you tell us a little bit about your love for music and your journey? Like how old were you when you started singing and playing? Um, of course. Um, first of all, let me introduce myself a little bit because uh, you mentioned my name. <laughs> uh, Malala is actually a nickname and a lot of people call me Malala and especially for the children in my classes and the families is easier because my, my actual name is Maria Laura or like Maria Laura, but it's not so easy. So one friend just started calling me Malala and a lot of people started calling me Malala since then. And now I am Malala. <laughs> it's easier for me to say. <laughs> in, in, especially in my classes. So Malala is great. It, it's, it's actually, I, I, I think of it as my name now. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the, the history of where the Malala comes from. And um, well, I, I always loved music. I always loved to sing and to make shows in front of people. And I, I remember every Mother's Day, I used to get up anywhere and just sing to my mom. At Christmas, they were like, oh, please sing to us, you know, <laughs> a little showgirl um, singing everywhere and anywhere I could. And I started taking guitar lessons when I was nine years old. I used to take them once a week. And I also joined the, we call it Estudiantina in Mexico, it, which is sort of like the, like the chorus for, for church in my school, Catholic school. So I, I, I always loved to sing and make music and play guitar. And I thought when I was younger, I thought I wanted to be a famous musician, a famous singer, but thank God life took me somewhere diff a little bit different but always keeping the music in my life so I'm very happy that things turned out the way they did. Yeah I definitely am too. We're so glad that we met you when you started doing classes so can you tell us a little bit about what it was like when you started your business like how did you know you wanted to take that passion 
for music and turn it into a profit or make a business out of it? Yes, of course. Um, I used to live in, in the Bay Area, in the San Francisco Bay Area, when I was about 21, 22 years old. And I came across this angel. I, I like to think of her as an angel or as a guide in my life. Uh, her name is Ali. And I started taking voice lessons with her. She was a Music Together teacher. Music Together is an international program. It's all over the world. It, it was not in Guadalajara by the moment. So I met Ali and she was a Music Together teacher and I was you know, taking classes with her, taking voice lessons. And one day she told me, she mentioned that she was going to quit Music Together and that she was going to start her, new, her own program for music classes. And so she said, you know what, I think you would be a great Music Together teacher. You should, um, you know, make the interview and, and try it out. Maybe you'll like it. And that's when I met Beth, Beth, who was the director of uh, Music Together of Marine by the, uh, at the time. I met her, such a beautiful person, and I, she, she sent me to take the training, the Music Together training, and that's when I found this amazing program. I met people from China, from France, from all over the US, and from other places that I don't remember, who were taking this training to bring the program Music Together to their countries, to their cities, and that's when it hit me, and, it, it, and I knew that this was what I was, going to do my whole life because this was making music in a very fun high quality way bringing it to families sharing my passion helping families helping children grow with this passion for music as well connecting families through music and also bringing it to my community which is in, in mexico we are a little bit behind in many things and, and especially in this kind of kinds of programs we are still very much behind and in, in, in general our culture is not very used to um you know taking classes with the babies you know we think classes are for older children and we just drop them off and we go to the um, grocery store in, in the meantime but this program offers uh, the, the opportunity for moms and dads to bring children to a class uh, so that they can also be in the class with their babies. And this was a very new thing. And I really, really loved it and knew that this was something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I, I even cried. I remember I called my mom and said, I found what I'm supposed to do. That's, oh, that's how clear. Yeah, it was very clear to me. <laughs> I love that you found your passion. Now, were you the first Music Together class in all of Mexico? Not in Mexico. There was another Music Together in Mexico City. Okay. Um, they had already been there for a while. They're not open anymore. I don't know what happened, but I was the second. And um, by now, we, I am the biggest. My, my center is the biggest Music Together in Mexico. We are just a few. There's only uh, Music Together in Guadalajara, Mexico City. Uh, it's another center in Mexico City. There's one in Los Mochis, which is just opened up this January. And there's another one in Los Cabos. Wow, that's incredible that you have the biggest one now. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> Wow. So I wanted to ask you, Malala, because I know we have some listeners who are in the process of maybe starting a small business 
or who dream of doing that. Can you tell us what it looked like in the beginning for you? Because I know sometimes when somebody's first starting out, it's easy to get discouraged because you see how far along or how much success someone has, but you've been doing this for a long time. So what were the early days like? Definitely, uh, it was hard. That's, that's the main thing. It was very difficult. I, the first few months were just like inviting people to take trials, free trials. And sometimes I used to cross my fingers so that nobody would come or at least three people came you know if if three people didn't came at the same time please let nobody come because i was so afraid that only one mom came uh and would feel like where's everybody else you know who are you <laughs> i thought i felt i felt so little i was 25 or 26 years old 26 26 so i felt very young very unexperienced and i thought they would think like who is this girl, you know, with her little classes. But I also had this huge passion for, for the program and I really believed in what I was doing. So I, I you know, kept on trying, kept on, kept on working and, and just slowly things started to get better. But I can tell you the first two years were the most difficult ones. It hasn't stopped being difficult, you know, it, it changes. <laughs> this, um, the, the, the obstacles and the, the, whatever you have to learn, it changes. But the first two years were the hardest because I didn't have enough people uh, in my classes. I made many mistakes at first that I had to make so that I could learn. If, if, if those, didn't mis those mistakes didn't happen, then it, I wouldn't have learned everything I know now. So I made a few mistakes. I um, stumbled. I had to sell my car so that I could keep on paying rent. And yeah, it was, it was harsh because my dad was like, I told you so, I gave you money, I helped you. You, you didn't listen to, to some of my advice, so you, you do whatever you have to do to, to, you know, to save yourself, to save your business. And, and I, in sort of way, I thank my dad that he was very harsh on that part because it, it, I grew so much, you know, I learned so much. And this was, this was about eight years ago. And, uh, well, I learned, I made decisions and I did what I had to do and I kept on going, I kept on believing, I kept on sharing this passion and, and, and I think that was the cue that I really believed in what I was doing and people knew when they saw me working, they knew that I felt very passionate about it, that I really believed in it. So I think that that is a little bit contagious. So if you believe in something and you share it with people, then they will believe in that as well. So I think that's what helped me grow. And the third year was, was better. And from, from then it just kept getting better. <laughs> Every year was better and better. And it, that's, that's how it's grown, you know? This growth, it hasn't been very much, um, um, it has been planned, of course, but sometimes what you have in mind or what you plan doesn't always happen. So I think the growth has been um, just part of the faith and the passion and the happiness. And people 
that are part of my team right now, they just sort of fell from the sky. They just arrived into my life. I was sometimes looking for them. I was sometimes not looking for anybody and they just arrived. Whoever needed to be on the team just arrived in, in my path, in the music together in Guadalajara's path. And they just either stayed or left if they didn't belong here anymore. And um, it has grown in a very nice way because this is not a business where you just say, oh, I need an accountant, let me find it. No, we need people who are passionate about music, who, who, who really believe in the program and who can really, um, we, we have a saying in Spanish that it's like putting on the shirt, you know, if, if they put on the shirt, uh, the, the, the business shirt, then they really feel that they belong. So it's not like they're just employees, they're a team, they're my team. And, and we're just colleagues working together, following the same passions. So that's how it's grown. And also, also the family, some families arrive because they, their friends tell them about the program, but if they're not meant to stay, they cannot handle it and they just go. And the families that really believe in what we do, they are the families that have been coming for about seven years. So it's really amazing how you find that every business has its own like sort of soul. And if you create this soul for your business then people just get, you know, like sort of, um, how do you say, um, <laughs> attracted. attracted. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the soul of your business or the energy of your business attracts the people that has to be, that have to be in your business as well, both customers and, and colleagues. Absolutely. Malala, you said so many things in there that I want to talk about real quick. <laughs> One of the first things you said is that at the beginning, there was a lot of struggle when you first started. Yes. Because I think a lot of times what we see happening is that when somebody starts a business and they hit a bump in the road, they end up giving up instead of really persevering and pushing through. You had to sell your car to keep going. Yes, I think if you just start a business because you just have to want to start a business and make money out of it, the first thing that happens that it's difficult, I think you're going you're gonna to quit. Because if you don't know why you're doing this and you're only doing it for the money, then it's not a, it's not a good enough why. You need to have a great why you are doing this, why you are offering this, why you are selling this. Yes, money is the, the main thing. We all need money to survive, to live, but that is not a good why. So you need to find your why. For example, my why is that I can do something that I can share with families that really that I'm really passionate about and that I can help people connect families connect and I believe that maybe my family needed more connection when I was a little girl I don't know what happened but I I think that's what moves me because I really want people to be connected through music and that really fills me up. So if I share that with the families, that's a big why that I'm sharing. So if you want to open up a store or you want to sell whatever essential oils or anything, anything you want to sell or that you want to offer to people, you need to know what your why is, really believe it and, and sell your why. 
Don't sell essential oils. Sell the why. Why using essential oils? Why buying this car? Why buying this computer? Whatever you are buying or offering, you need to know what your why is or find it because maybe you already have your business maybe you already started it and but you're not being like very motivated and, and motivation believe me i've i've been you know i i found music together almost um more than 12 years ago and i've had my business for eight years and it's a very passionate thing but still sometimes i need motivation so if you don't have a big passion about what you're doing 10 years from now, 15 years from now, it's gonna get hard. So you need to know or find that why. Why you are doing it, why people need it, why people, uh, why people will be drawn by it. So that why, I think, is a, the, the, the cue. <laughs> Absolutely, I definitely agree that you need to know your why before you know your how because your why is what's gonna motivate you, yeah, when those times get tough or when you're trying to convey your love for something, people will see right through you if you don't have that passionate why. One of the things you mentioned is that at the beginning, it was hard because you didn't have a network or you didn't have the connections. How did you start marketing or finding your first customers when you began? Okay, so the first thing that happened was a person this is someone you, you, Dominic, you know. You know her, Terrell, Terrell Martinez. She's a wonderful person. She lives here in Guadalajara. She's from the US. She, I don't know how she found out about music together. I forgot. But she started taking her daughter, Elena, to, to my classes. And, but, and she knew a lot of families who were like expat families living in Guadalajara, many foreign people living in Guadalajara with young children. And she was the person who brought like my first group of customers. They were about, I, I say big group, but they were about 15. <laughs> but to me, those were like a lot of families signing up. That was my first sort of step. Then how it started to grow was word of mouth. I didn't have many customers, I didn't have money, I didn't have uh, enough money to pay a graphic designer, so I, I studied communications. I was still in school when I, was, when I started Music Together, I was studying. So I did my own designs and you, you can imagine how they look like. <laughs> and so I didn't have a big backup, but my classes were high quality. So people who really took the Make, gave themselves the opportunity to take my classes and they liked it, they stayed. And word of mouth. That's the first thing that started you know, working for me and I think that's a, the main thing that works for many businesses, word of mouth. If you offer high quality services or high quality products, then it's, it's very easy that people are just going to recommend it. And of course, my hard work, not only in giving quality to my classes, but I also started to, I, I, I hired my sister so that she, she was going for, uh, to school for graphic designing. So, so I 
I uh, hired her and she started doing all my design. So it looked prettier. And step by step, I started just making things grow. And I started offering promotions for people who signed up. Um, I don't know if you sign up next week, you'll get this promotion and word of mouth and social media, because Facebook was a very, um, a very important part of letting people know about music together. Guadalajara has a very difficult market. And if people already know something, they don't want the new stuff. So it's very difficult to get people to actually, first of all, want to try it. Second of all, even think about it. And third, just buying. So if you find a way to make, to offer good quality, let people or have people help you recommend it, but because they really believe in it and just doing a good work, good marketing, good selling, uh, having good relations with your clients. That's when things just started flowing and slowly started to grow. And that's how, how things have been growing since then, you know, just offering better quality and everything we do since then. Definitely. One of the important key points you said there is word of mouth marketing is so important. That organic growth, having a high quality product or service in your case. I know for us, that's what convinced us to go back to Music Together is you gave us a free class and we fell in love at the first class. <laughs> and beyond that, you really nailed a key market because when you're looking at young parents of young kids, or any parents of kids, like you're always looking for an activity to get outside of your house to learn how to, you know, make music together or interact or have something to do. So I think that's key that you knew to tap into that market. The other thing I think it's important to remember as you keep saying, this wasn't overnight. This has been an eight year journey. Yes, yes. <laughs> and things have, well, these last year, things this this current year things have gotten a little bit rough so we are sort of back in the beginning in one sort of way <laughs> yeah and i actually wanted to ask you about that today malala given everything that's happening with the pandemic we know that a lot of businesses have had to pivot or suddenly change how they're doing things so what have you had to do with your classes now that live classes you know in person aren't allowed anymore and everything has gone online now. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, at first I, I, I sort of blocked. I, I don't think anybody knew how long this was going to be. So I didn't worry much at the beginning, but when we saw things clearer that this was going to take longer, that's when I started um, really just freaking out, you know, because when you have a business, it's not just the, oh yeah, I'm going to have a business and I'm going to be my own boss and I'm going to go on vacation whenever I want. No, you, you have the biggest responsibility of all. You have to take care of your people. You have to pay them. You have to take care of your place and you have to pay rent and you have so many responsibilities. So when this happened, I, I, I got really scared and everybody did. So many families didn't pay their months, their monthly fee. So when I started to see that we are not going to get the money we knew we were going to have, then that's when you need to make plans. So 
I'm so grateful that I'm part of Music Together, which is an international program. It's amazing. The CEOs and everybody in the in the in the Music Together team are so human, so amazing that they instantly they said we are going to offer Music Together online. So that's when we started offering Music Together online here in Guadalajara as well. We started with online classes, but still, and we are running online classes right now, but still we lost about 80% of our families. So wow. yeah, so just imagine that you think you're gonna um, earn this much money, not just for you, but for the whole business to pay rent, to pay uh, the teachers, to pay everybody, uh, to pay music together because this is an international license and, and there's many expenses and I'm only getting 20% of the money that I need. So that was at first heartbreaking, you know, heartbreaking because you sort of think that families are leaving you, your customers are leaving you because it's not very essential. So everybody's scared. Everybody's scared. Nobody knows what's going to happen. But also when you get some families saying, I want to sign up, I don't care how much it is, I want to pay, I want to help other families take the classes. That's when you see inside people's souls. That's they say that when things get hard that's when you really know what people are made of and i found so many amazing people in this journey that have been by our side and just saying i would love to be in the classes but we cannot and we just say let's find a way and we have helped some families still having classes to keep their classes going for their babies and also some families that say, I want to help because they know that other families cannot afford it right now because this, these are difficult times for everybody. So I think this has also showed me how community uh, is so important and how some people just want to help each other. And, and this small community that just, um, it, it's only a 20% of what we used to have it's so strong and I'm so grateful right now. And I think this is also a very, an amazing opportunity because my start was tough, as I told you, you know, my first two years were so difficult. And right now I have about the people that I had at the very end of the second year. We have about 50 families right now, that's it. And so I'm seeing this as an opportunity to make things, to, to just start over. But it's not starting over from zero as when I was six years ago. I'm starting over with all my experiences, everything I know, my amazing team of teachers that I have behind me, and all these families that are just waiting to come back to classes because they love it. So I think um, I'm so grateful that right now I'm being able as a director, as a business owner, to see how this is actually an opportunity. This is actually a gift if, if we see it that way. And I'm very also grateful that we are able to 
to, to make a little bit of money with the online classes. And even though it's not so much, it's helping. And it's, it's something that it's helping me to be able to see things as an opportunity instead of just as an obstacle. Because there's always going to be obstacles, but it depends on how you see them. It, that's, that's what's going to guide you to growth or to disaster. <laughs> Wow, I didn't realize how drastic the drop was in families. That definitely is really scary as a business owner. It is. So for somebody listening today who might be interested in taking these classes online, can you tell us a little bit more about that process? What do the classes look like? How could somebody contact you or find you or get more information? Of course. Um, well, you can find us as Music Together GDL, GDL, Music Together GDL on Facebook, Instagram. That's our uh, webpage as well. And our classes are for babies from zero to five years old. Um, some six years old or seven year olds are, are in the classes and they're enjoying it very much as well. And our classes are for the whole family. It's called Music Together. So how it looks like is about 30 to 35 minutes of sitting down in your living room with your children, parents involved, of course, and gathering instruments from the kitchen. We're talking about pots and pans and, and anything that can shake, you can shake or just tap as if it was a drum and we can just make music with anything and we just sit down we sing together we make music together we drum and play instruments real or homemade instruments and we just make music together for about 30 to 35 minutes and our main goal is to let your children grow with their natural musicians that they already have inside every child all children are musical they have it in them, but they need to make music in order to develop their musicianship. So uh, parents are a very important part of this growth because as you know, you are your child's first and best teacher for everything. So if you sit down and just enjoy making music with them, then you're going to help them develop these musical abilities and we as the teachers we are the guide to make the music making happen right so we um we send people their code so that they can have the music together uh music in their app we have an, a, an app called hello everybody you can download it it's for free it has eight songs but once you sign up for the classes you have a special code you don't even need to get out of your house. You can get your code and have all the music in your, in your uh, phone, in your iPad, in your computer, and you just learn the music, you make music with us, and uh, you can just sign up and start making music. You can, as we mentioned, you can take a free trial with no problem. You can just say, hey, I want to try the classes. You can take a, a free trial and see how you feel. But yeah, that's sort of how it looks like right now online. I love that. And one of the things that attracted us so much to your classes in the beginning was this concept that you promote that every single person is musical. I think so often many of us, when we look back on our childhood, 
we have a bad memory or you know we were told we can't sing or we don't play instruments well and you don't realize you have the aptitude for music yes definitely and so i'm thinking like for the summer i'm just thinking out loud here because i know that we're gonna need something to do if you know things like this keep going for a while as we're all staying at home uh, for summer classes, I think this would be a great opportunity for parents who might need some extra ideas of what we can do while we're all at home. Yes, definitely. This, um, well, the classes are very, very much fun. They're fun for children, they're fun for the parents, they're fun for, for the teachers as well. So give yourself the opportunity to try a class. And believe me, some families say that... <laughs> received so many comments and I love to hear them that um, the other day the family had a doctor's appointment and they, they couldn't take the class and the children were crying because they are just waiting for Saturday at 12 p.m. so that they can take their class because they love it so much and it's not just about the 30 minutes of class families that sign up to music together they just become a more musical family so it just doesn't stop at the class it you start to sing all the time you start to dance you start to make up your own songs your own kids are going to start asking you to sing to 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 get more involved and to connect with each other through making music. Children are very musical and you know it. If you have babies, if you have toddlers, you know that they love to sing and just to, to make up stuff. And, and that's amazing because music is part of who they are. So what better way to nurture their own musicianship than making music with them and learning how to make music with them. Because even if you want to, if you don't know how to, how to approach them, what's, how's the correct way because they're so little or if they're, or if they're new, newborns, how do you make music with them if they're, they, they cannot make music with you? So that's where we come in. We can help you and guide you and just um, get you going with being a more musical family. I love that, Malala. And I feel so just inspired after listening to you today. I didn't know all of your story. And so hearing how you started, um, before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to tell anybody who's listening today to encourage them or any pieces of advice? Yes. So for, for families with young children, you, as, as I told you, you are your child's first and most important teacher. So whatever you want your kids to learn or to be, you have to do yourself. So if you would like them to be musical, make music with them. Even though if you don't, even though you don't feel musical, it doesn't matter. Just make music with them. If you want them to be very sporty, you know, to, to, to get into sports, then you have to get into sports as well. Uh, and we are here to help you. And <laughs> for uh, entrepreneurs, people that want to start their own business or who already have their own business, have faith. If, if you are really doing this because you have a great why, even if it's money, if, 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 if it takes you to a big why that actually moves and satisfies your soul, just hang in there. Trust in what you're doing, have faith in yourself, in the universe, in energy, in God, in whatever you want to believe. Have faith, but also work hard. Because if you, if you do things right, 
and you trust in yourself and you really let yourself be moved by your why, then there's no way you cannot make it. Aw, I feel so uplifted and encouraged. Thank you, Malala. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Thank you so much, Malala, for your message today, your encouragement, your story, and just for being a part of Embrace La Musica. And until next time, with heart and humility, we look forward to seeing you all again next week. If you enjoyed today's episode and if you were encouraged by the message, I would love to hear from you. Please subscribe, leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, Take a screenshot and post it to Instagram and tag me so that we can keep growing together. And until next time, with heart and humility, embrace la musica.